everybody welcome back to another episode of the legendary stay us podcast i'm chris and i'm here with jordan what's up what's up what's going on brother what's going on everybody jordan has recently paid uh, two guys thirty five hundred dollars to beat him up uh my name is uh, Jordan, not J- uh, Jesse or whatever his name is, Smollett. I-, I-, I wouldn't pay a dime for anybody to act like they're beating me up. So I don't know what he was thinking, but he can, he can get out of here. And you can get out of here, too, with that. Man, I wish he would have wrote me a check. $3,500. Man, the things I could do with $3,500, he could have gave me $28.36. And a gift certificate. <laughs> and you would have acted like you would be you would have beat beat I'd him up. I'd have kicked the trash out of him. Twenty-five <laughs> seventy-six and a gift certificate to steak and shake. I'm trying to figure out how exactly it went down. For all that money, the only thing I saw was like a little paper cut on his eye. Like what did you tell them to do? Well, you couldn't mess up his face because he had to go back on TV. <laughs> Well, apparently that's not the case anymore. I don't think he's going to get any airtime anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious. How the empire has fallen. Eh? Eh? I guess. <laughs> just, it's just so idiotic. <laughs> this is what people get. And, and I'm not, I'm not against whatever whoever has their causes it's not about the political side it's just about jumping to conclusions and doing hot takes man think things through listen to a story don't don't jump on a cause listen to it first understand what's involved with it first too many people just want to jump on a bandwagon and ride it i agree i i I, my thing is from what i heard just a little bit that i heard that i gave attention to because i really didn't really care about this whole sh- shenanigans but uh apparently he was not pleased with how much money he was making and i guess he felt like you know this should allow him to make more because he's he, he's gaining more attention or or whatever whatever his 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 end game was my thing is bro you're 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 already famous you're on a a a, a, a a televised show you're you're on a show that is very popular what, how is it that you're not already pleased with the money that you're making what 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 is so bad in your life that you needed to find a way to make more or like you said to uh be a part of some sort of cause like that 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 went wrong that went that that went south real fast 
I'm not making enough money on my job, so I'm gonna overpay for a beating. Yeah. See, you see how things don't don't come together, Jordan. Yeah. Listen to the story. Analyze things. It doesn't make sense. I'm not getting paid enough, so I overpay to get beat up. What's the market on beatings these days? What's <laughs> What what if a, what is a good beating by uh, two lanky arm swole African dudes going for these days? I don't know. Apparently, the going rate is thirty five hundred a piece. <laughs> I have never heard of it. Uh, maybe I'm not looking too hard, but I've never heard of that. So uh, apparently, that's the that's the starting price. Man, they didn't set the market. Yeah, there you go. They are the they are the uh, the Manny Machado of celebrity beatings. <laughs> yeah, that oh boy, I know we about to get into that. That that's just wrong. Made no sense, man. And he used all the he used all the magic words to just get people to jump on. He it was race, sexual orientation, and Trump. Those are the three magic words to get people to follow whatever you say. Hmm. Interesting world we live in. We spoke on Manny Machado. And as a White Sox fan, one would think I would be hurt. One would be wrong. Really? I actually yeah. was one of those ones. You're not hurt at all? Oh, no. If you recall a couple episodes ago, Jordan, I said all I wanted at that point was for it to be over. Don't, don't, don't keep dragging it along. Let us know what you're going to do. And then we can make the moves accordingly. For instance, there's a lot of talk of Yon Makata playing Moncada playing third this year. So in order for Moncada to decide where he was going to play, I have to make sure that Manny Machado isn't coming. So let us know. We make some moves. We can bring some guys up. You know? I Definitely think you weren't hurt. I, I don't think you were hurt. Because of how long it take. I think you just got a case of the FAF, brother. The FAF, free agency fatigue. It happened for so doggone long that at a certain point you was like, you know what? I just, whatever. My hands are up. Just do whatever you want to do. If you're going to come here, come here. If you're going to go somewhere else, just pick a team and let's get on with baseball. Just make a decision. That's all. Just make a decision. Now, what Manny did was he took the guaranteed length of money 10 right. years 300 million and that's what boris was trying to get they came into free agency pretty much with that as a target number the white Sox offered a better uh aav or average annual value to machado because the 10 for 300 obviously for all you math wizards out there works out to 30 million the white yeah. Sox, on average were gonna pay roughly 31 and a half million per year for a eight year deal because it was like eight for 250 or something like that, right? Yeah, so yeah, eight for 250. But I don't think that was see, people are saying that he wanted that that guaranteed 10 years. I don't think that's what was the backbreaker. No, I I think what put the Padres over was the fifth year out, yeah, 
yeah, like, all right, I might want to re-up again after about a couple years and see where this team goes if I'm not really winning. Here's my thing. A team, a person will always want, an athlete, I should say, will always want the money. Like, that That usually, usually is numero uno when it comes to working out some sort of contract or your, your, what's swaying you over one team over another. It's usually the contract, the money, how much you're guaranteed up front, how much you're getting total how many years, but when you can say, okay, if this isn't working out after X amount of years, I don't want to be here for no 10 long years. And then I'm already old and, and, and busted by the end of this thing. Let me opt out halfway through the contract and maybe I can actually get an even better deal or maybe something, you know, a little more substantial and go to another team, you know, that, that everybody likes choices. So the fact that they probably San Diego gave him a choice to get out of it, I think that did kind of take it over the top. And that's it. That's what he wanted. See, in reality, this is not a 10-year, $300 million deal. Yeah. The 10-year, $300 million will only kick in if Manny Machado gets hurt, uh, goes down, he busts out for three or four years straight. This is a five-year, $150 million deal. Yeah. And after that fifth year, he is going to opt out because what's going to happen is now everyone's waiting on Bryce Harper, and Bryce Harper is going to get more than Manny Machado. Absolutely. So now the bar will be raised. So if Manny Machado comes in, he shows out, and he's entering the prime of his career because he's 26 now. He'll be 31. Still pretty much the prime of a man's life. He's still in that window. Oh, thank you. Try to get a, a bigger deal. A bigger deal. Even if he wants to stay in San Diego, he can get a bigger deal. So that's what it was all about. It was that opt out. You must be thirty one. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just side note. I just wanted to thank you for making me feel good today. Uh, that just lifted my spirits for the whole year. Now I can jump for joy, and uh, hopefully I don't break my leg on the way back down. But uh, I've been feeling old since thirty. So, so saying thirty one is the prime of my years. I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. And back when I was thirty one, I could eat hot wings with the best of them. <laughs> Say now it's just uh, the normal traditional uh, salt and pepper on the week. (laughs) Like I'm a, I can I don't know if I can do that. Eighteen, I'm. I'm gonna get a ten (laughs) weeks. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's all Manny wanted, and and ultimately, as a White Sox fan, I'm not hurt. Would I have liked to see Manny Machado roaming the infield and? Whatever they call the park these days, yes. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. So, you know, it's it's fine. Let's move on. Let's go for Arenado next year or, you know. I do want to say this. I feel like it is kind of kind of a little, little cheap on the part of uh, Yonder Alonzo and John Jay. From what I was also hearing – they pretty much spoke up like all the praises of San Diego because they both were former Padres. And I guess when they came to Manny and told, you know, asked, he asked about, you know, how San Diego, you know, that might be a spot I'm checking out. I get, okay. Yeah. You know, you can, you can speak it up. It's nice and this and that, but it was almost as if they, they kind of, you know, 
kind of pushed the envelope a little bit more for him to go that route. Not saying that obviously that was the ultimate backbreaker. Again, we just spoke about the five-year opt-out and, uh, you know, probably the weather and all those other different locations. But that didn't help. You brought those two guys in to bring him here. You didn't bring those two in to start speaking about some other team and how great the weather is and how great San Diego was when you all were there. Come on now. You should know your job. And I think they 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 did they didn't do their job. They didn't help the White Sox out with that. What were they gonna tell him to make him take eight straight years? I don't know. I'm just saying, like, if I'm representing a new team and that team trusts me and they put their trust in me to say, hey, we we are bringing you in so that this person, this superstar can feel more comfortable. You are one of his best friends and you are his brother-in-law. So naturally, okay, I'm around family. I'm going to want to be around family. That's going to make me more comfortable to come to this destination. But then it backfires because then these same people are telling you or telling them him, hey, uh, you know, man, when we were playing in, in, in San Diego, man, it, it was some of the best years. And you just know how, how nice the weather is all year round. It's a beautiful park. Uh, you, you, you'll definitely be the man there. That's not what you do when you're on another team. You don't do that. That's just that's just cold. That's team cold. I'm interested in seeing what Manny's numbers will look like playing in that park. That is a very pitcher-friendly ballpark. So I'm going to be very interested in seeing as, as the years go by how Manny's numbers level out over there in San Diego. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it, it might be good for a few years. We'll see. They do have Tatis uh, Jr. coming, too. That might be a nice little tandem. Yeah, they have a very good farm system. Uh, they're in a position where they can they can make some noise in a couple years. But no matter what, whether he went to San Diego or came here, he wouldn't have been contending for a World, Se- World, World, World Series. He wouldn't be contending for a World <laughs> Series at least for a couple years um, until these both these high-rated farm systems kick in. But there's that. Let's talk about cup problems. Yeah. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. So you have a uh, racist that owns the team and a wife beater that plays uh, shortstop. Oh, my goodness. I forgot about that. Yeah. Good old daddy issues. God. Yeah. And then they tried to say, oh, that does he's not racist. He just says racist things. No. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. There there's nothing that you expected more of out of Rickett's mouth. He's not about to badmouth his dad like that in, in the public, you know, uh uh in, in in the face of the public. He's not about to do that. I, I get you know, that he defended him to a certain extent saying, you know, I grew up with different values from what was said on the 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 uh, Twitterverse or wherever he posted his comments uh, about certain races. A person doesn't express themselves. This is true for, for just period. If you say something, that means that's how you feel. 
there are times where a person may be mad and they may say something just to blow off steam or they may say something and be like, oh, you know what? I, I didn't mean to say that. But when you take to social media, when you take to something that is clearly going to expose how you feel, you got to eat those words. You got to know that it's going to come back to you in some kind of way. So when you constantly are saying the same thing over and over, that's not a mistake. That isn't a mistake. And, you know, I'm, I'm not the one to get into the, the whole race card and think that's not that's not my stance with that. But just in general, if you're speaking on something and you continue to speak on it at length, that is how you feel. And, you know, if if a family member catches wind of that, they're going to do some 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 damage control and say, oh, yeah, well, yeah, you know, he didn't mean that. You know, that's not how my dad is. You know, that's not something that we value as a team and da, 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 da. OK, that's nice. However, come on, we, we, we do know the reality of this world. There are some people who are like that and there are some people who aren't. But it is what it is. Exactly. I mean, the guy's he's an he's an older Caucasian fellow. And there's a good chance that he firmly believes what that email said. Sure. Oh. Ah. Cubs have a racist owner. Now <laughs> <laughs> now to the now to the wife beater. Somewhere Jerry runs over is like, oh, that's a shame. I treat all my blacks well. Let's cheat now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now for the wife beater. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <clears throat> no, it ain't alleged no more. That interview opened up a lot of holes, brother. It, it, no, I should say opened up a lot of eyes. He 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 admitted to it in his own robotic way. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Oh yeah. He he. So the reason why it took forever for him to come and and pretty much speak in front of people about it is because he clearly was coached as to what to say. If you didn't get a chance to check it out, people, uh, um, I, I guess, you know, it would be a good listen for a few minutes. I mean, it's pretty much just going over the same thing about how he feels. He's he's taking all the necessary steps to do what he needs to do to be a better man, a better husband and a better teammate to the Cubs. You know, that's all well and good. But if you just listen to how he talks, it was clearly just programmed into him to say those things he went over and over and practiced what it is that he was going to say there were certain questions asked to him and it was like the answer was like what that didn't answer it at all like he was like uh, if i remember it was one time one of the reporters asked him so what do you think you've learned from all of this how do you think you'll improve your family and and how do you think this is going to affect your children he was like you know what i i, I thank you for asking that question and as a, as a player and as a husband, I am taking all the necessary steps to do what I have to do through guidance, through training and the different programs to be a better man, a better teammate, a better player, a better this, a better that. And it, it, that, that was pretty much just how it went for the whole, I want to say, 20 or 30 minutes of them questioning him. He just kept reiterating the same stuff. And it wasn't really like any sort of details or substance to what he was saying it didn't sound sincere uh you know obviously it was as if there was a script in front of him he was reading he had his head down i mean you could you could hear just how generic it was and 
I, all I have to say is, hey, you know, if 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 he is truly taking steps to be a better person, forget the sports, forget all of that for a second. If he's taking steps to be a better person, kudos to him. There are people who who have gone through things in their life where they have themselves have been abused. And sometimes they grow up with the same sort of issues and they sometimes lose self-control and they treat the people that they love or that they claim they love the same way. So they need to learn how to be more respectful, more controlled, more loving, you know, but it, it just didn't sound genuine, man. And and hopefully things come together with that. Theo and the Cubs are really allowing him a second chance. They're going about it the right way. They're saying the right things. But, uh, man, if, if he doesn't get that act together, you know, he he's going to be out the door, and, and rightfully so. I'm sorry. Could you please ask a question from the list of questions I supplied you? That's how that interview went. That 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 that's exactly what I mean. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the Cubs are flawed, and they've been flawed for a while, and people ignored it because they won the World Series a couple of years ago. There's also talk of possibly Theo spending his last days as part of Cubs brass. Yeah, I didn't hear that. I don't know where you got your sources from for that information, but uh, I do know that they're actually they they need to get it together this year. Uh, I know Joe, Joe Madden might be on the hot seat. Uh, Joe is has always been a very good coach, been very good since he stepped foot in here. Uh, winning coach, plus ninety wins usually every season. Uh, I think actually, yeah, every season. But uh, sometimes a, a voice can get old. Sometimes it can get old quickly. And then when when you don't win and you don't keep up the caliber of winning that you you've you've created in the organization, then sometimes there's need for a change. So Joe may be on the hot seat this year. They're they're actually trying to get him to be a little bit more. I don't want to say player friendly because he already is that type of player uh, uh, coach. But a little bit more hands-on, I think, is what they're looking for this year uh, with, you know, how he goes about uh, instructing them, just being a little bit more vocal. Uh, one thing I will say that I never have liked about how Joe Madden coaches is the, the, the roster changes and the, 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 uh, the roster from, like, series to series, like in four-game or three-game series. This dude always mixes and matches, and he claims it's because of matchup and you know, batter versus pitcher and who's hot and who's not. Sometimes, sometimes you need a little stability. You need players who are going to know, hey, I'm going to be batting third. Hey, I'm going to be the uh, leadoff hitter. Hey, I'm going to be the, 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 uh, the cleanup guy. You know, you need people who are going to be solidified in their role, at least for a little while. One thing he's done, which I cannot stand every now and then, is he just switches people in and out, switches people in and out from game to game. And it's a little annoying. So that that kind of has to stop. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, you got a lot of qualms there with uh, Uncle Joe. Yeah, Papa my- Joe needs to stop being a rolling stone. My thing with Theo wasn't based on anything where the ownership was going to get rid of him, but his contract is up in the next couple of years. And there's just thought that he's kind of through and done with dealing with everything that's coming with the Cubs and how the situations right now are kind of fatiguing him. 
and he just might want to take a break from baseball. I mean, there's even rumors that he might even run for office. I don't know about all that, but um, they want to take a break from baseball and that he's kind of been been training up Jed Hoyer to take on the reins when his contract is up because he doesn't want to renew. I don't blame him. I mean, hey, there's always a time when you just need to say, okay, I need to wipe my hands clean of this or it's time for a break. Nothing wrong with getting fatigue over something. Theo is one of the best to do it, in my opinion, because of his track record. Uh, bringing two really lowly organizations out of the the, the depths of the, <laughs> the darkness and, you know, winning championships with Boston and bringing a title over from over since 100 years with the Cubs. That's that's monumental. But uh, sometimes it's just everything doesn't last forever. So, yeah, if, if he's done after these couple of years. I'm not mad at him. He's he he's done all he could. I think his he's he's left a a, a good uh, foundation with the Cubs. So if he wants a break, hey man, take your vacation, enjoy the rest of your life. Nothing lasts forever, including Theo. That's right. Well, that's enough of that. That's a pretty uh pretty in depth coverage from the Cubs there from Jordan. <laughs> well, you know where I stand, brother. It's all good. I'm just trying to be balanced. <laughs> he seems to care a lot, doesn't he? He cares a lot. Hey, man. Same as with you and those those, those uh, White Sox, brother. Sure. Even though you act like you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> eh, well, I'll be in Comiskey Park this year. I think they tore that place down. Uh, it's called the G spot now. <laughs> I refuse to call it that. <laughs> oh God! It's called the G spot, and it's pointed down. No. Yeah, that that's just completely inappropriate. Well, let's move on to something else that uh, people are starting to not care about. That's All Star Weekend. <laughs> yeah. God. Here's some highlights that I uh, gleaned from All-Star Weekend. One, Quavo can really play basketball, but we knew that already. Um, yep. This dude, Famous Los, I guess, can play basketball. I don't know where he came from, but I have over the years seen yep. him commenting on anything basketball related on social media. You know yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one that always that got his start giving a uh, video uh, <laughs> outtakes in his in his bathroom. Apparently, because I always see the shower curtains behind him every time he talks about something that happened in the highlights. But uh, yeah, you know, this how these these Instagrammers and YouTubers come up, man. They 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 post something, and then they 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 keep up with it. So he he's the guy that always like if somebody cross somebody over bad or. Uh, does something goofy like Shaq and the Fool. He'll make his own video and make it kind of funny. He, he's actually a funny guy. Oh, really? I may have yeah. to uh, follow him and watch him and maybe delete him afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other things that I've gleaned from All-Star Weekend. Um, Lowry's coming back. He seemed to play pretty well. Oh, yeah. And... The dunk contest. Blah. Dunk contest. So, 
Did you watch the dunk contest, Jordan? <laughs> I actually was playing basketball when all of it was going on. I had my own little uh, game going on. I, I, I didn't really bother with All-Star Weekend. Okay, so you were watching the layup line. Yeah. Yeah, I actually was watching YouTube highlights of everything after it went down. One guy I was hooping with told me, oh, man, you got to see this dunk from the whoever the guy was that won Chuck Diallo or Hamadou Diallo or whoever Diallo. Uh, he apparently had one nice dunk, and when I saw it, I was like, eh, eh okay, whatever. The Shaquille O'Neal Honey Dipper dunk was the best dunk of the <laughs> Honey Dipper? <laughs> That's what they call it. Oh, really? When you stick your hand in the rim like that, your whole arm. Well, the, okay. I, I called it the Vince Carter dunk because that was the first time I saw it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah but I mean, it has a name now. Um, <laughs> okay. So that was the best. That was, in fact, the best dunk of the night. There were a couple 50s given, and I don't know what people were looking at. It was it was a pretty stale dunk contest, to say the least. Dennis Smith Jr. averaged averaged four attempts per dunk. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm getting kind of tired of that. I thought they already made a rule about that. Apparently not. Maybe I was just blind. Uh, maybe I was overlooking something. But I can vividly remember, or, or rather distinctly remember, uh, when Nate Robinson that one year kept trying to do some sort of dunk. I think it was under the, the, the legs, in between the legs. And it took like 20 tries. And the air in the building was just, it was, there was nothing left. Like no, nobody was cheering. It was just kind of like, all right, okay, let's, let's just get past this. And, and they didn't, th- there was no rule to say, okay, you're done. Like there has to be a rule to stop it at a certain point. Fatigue sets in. The, the 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 moment is gone. It's already passed. Like just just give it up. Do something and let's get it on. Let's let's get it over with. Don't forget the cruel death that Chris Anderson died. Yeah. And he tried his dunk. What was that? Sixteen times. I lost count. But yeah, was no Birdman. Birdman with no wings. Oh, DSJ. See, the thing is now is like you have to attempt the dunk. So you have to attack the rim and it has to miss. So if you just jump knowing you're going to miss, but you don't actually go through the motions of attempting the dunk, it doesn't count as an attempt. So say somebody like me who uh, can no longer jump. If I was in a dunk contest and I would throw the ball in the air as if I'm going to dunk and I would go up and just catch the ball and land, that would not be an attempt. Yeah, Chris, if you can get off the ground, you can jump. Like I said. <laughs> you can't even give me a two-inch vertical? I, I, The first jump, I will clear the phone book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm over ground. I'm over ground based player. We're gonna need to make a Fisher Price dunk contest. All right. We need we need you to get off the ground. Oh no. Don't play me like that. 
<laughs> but yeah, man, that, it, it was pitiful. I, I I didn't really have any have any. I actually forgot it was All Star Weekend. That's how bad it was. I had plans this week, th- that past weekend, and uh, somebody had to remind me that the All Star Weekend was starting. I actually thought the Bulls games were coming on still, and I was like, all right, well, I'll just watch YouTube. And somebody was like, oh no, the the, the skills challenge is coming on tomorrow. I was like, oh right, it is that week. Oh well. Which gets to other things that we learned through the All-Star Weekend. Uh, Mr. Jokic is very skilled. I appreciate yeah. watching him in the Skills Challenge. I also, yeah. even though he did not win, Stephen Curry is, is the greatest shooter we've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had a stretch in the three-point shootout where he made like 12 in a row. It's not the record, but it was uh, it's pretty frightening for anyone who was competing with him. So, shout out to the winners of the weekend. Trey, no, Jason Tatum beat Trey Young, right? So, Jason, yeah, that Tatum was the highlight. That was the the best thing I saw was the the half court heave for the win, and then Steph Curry doing the bounce assist to Giannis and then Steph Curry doing the bounce to his own self for the dunk at the end of the game. Those were the top three for me. And that was it. Yeah. So shout out to the, to those guys over the weekend. Uh, Joe Harris, Hamadou Diallo. Oh, it is Hamadou. How about Habadibada? Whatever. Habadash is a hemoglobin. Shout out to Tony Baker. Jason Tatum <laughs> for winning the skills challenge and um, all those other guys. I also learned something, and apparently you got it right, Jordan, because you just said it. For quite some time now, I've been calling the Greek freak Giannis. Oh, no, 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 no. It's Giannis. So yeah. from here forward, we here at the Legendary Stay House podcast will be calling him Giannis. Yeah, because of his name. Got to get his name right. Mama called him Clay. We call him Clay. So the dull part of our show is over, where we discuss things that really are of interest to little to no one, like Manny Machado and Cub felonies and All Star Weekend. Yeah, yeah. Get now that. we're now we're gonna get into some exciting news. Exciting news. And no one's more excited than Robert Kraft. <laughs> yeah, I, I think his I think those uh, exciting days have come to a close. There is no way we can match the excitement that Robert Kraft has experienced over the past few months. <laughs> oh boy. Once again, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Or the South has risen. Yeah, oh my God! <laughs> First of all, Robert Kraft is a is a vet in the game. He's a, a certified pimp. Apparently, he didn't hold it down. He hanging out with Meek Mill. He going into massage parlors, demanding he be treated like a man. And that's what he got. He just got caught up, man. The game was too thick for him. Yeah, apparently, I didn't even realize he already has a 38-year-old girlfriend. Uh, didn't realize that. 
I, I just don't get it. You you know, from that standpoint, you're a billionaire, and you know you've you've you, you caught yourself up. I'm I'm not going to speak too in depth about this. You know, I got to watch what I say, but it, it's just uh, it's just crazy. That's all I'm gonna say. It's just crazy, Robert Kraft. Why? How did you not think that in the age that we live in, that somehow, some way, this was going to get out? And they were doing a sting operation on this whole massage parlor. Uh, I can't remember where it was. It was, was it in Florida? Um, <laughs> did you want directions? Uh, look here now. <laughs> I mean, what do you want? I, I don't know. Listen, uh, I, you, you don't, don't don't try and play games with me. <laughs> I, I, we do not promote massage parlors with uh, certain endings here on the Stay Eyes podcast. Uh, you will not find me GPSing my way to that place. Would you ask me? Like I started in my Google. Like like, hey, do you know where it is, Chris? <laughs> Did you flag that? <laughs> oh God! Oh, I don't know. <laughs> No, I, I, I just, I, I know it was said I, when I heard it on the radio. I know it was said, but uh, anyway, yeah, you just, you, 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 how can you not think that you were going to get caught? I mean, in the age of cameras and social media, everything's exposed. When things that that used to be hidden to the to the eye, that everything is out there for the public to see. You're eventually going to get caught up, and so they were doing, a, like I said, a sting operation just uh, on this this particular place for quite some time. And so Robert Kraft goes in there and he he pays for certain things to take place. And uh, yeah, Robert Kraft. See what people are understanding, and I'm not excusing what he's doing, but. I'm just offering some depth. I'm offering some angles. I'm 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 offering some you know some 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 more information to the situation, right? Yeah. You cannot forget that Robert Kraft recently lost his wife of 206 years. <laughs> they were together. You know, you sound so serious when you talk on things. And when you throw that, like, loophole in there, I just don't know how to react. They were together for so long. The man was crushed, okay? You're talking about an old Caucasian man. His wife died, so now he's hanging out at parties with Meek Mill. He's out partying Gronk. Uh, he's, he pulls him a, a, a young and, and healthy uh, middle, middle 30s lady. You know, and that, and that insatiable thirst for for love and adulation that only his wife of 280 years could have given him has to be satisfied, has to be fulfilled. And he didn't know any other way. Do you feel sorry for him now? Uh, no. Okay. I tried. <laughs> no, no, no. Well. Now Rob's got to call old Meek Mill and see how this works. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Have fun with that. But uh, I'm just glad that the Evil Empire, after they won their championship, that was handed to them. Yes, again, I, was, I say handed to them. Now handed. bad stuff comes out. Yes, it was handed to them by Jared Goff. And uh, the owner of the NFL. So the commissioner 
The commissioner, right. Has hand, how did he hand the Patriots the Super Bowl? Very carefully. Look, man, don't, don't, don't argue with me on this. You know, good and well where I stand with those Patriots. We're not going to discuss this, okay? Uh, look, the evil empire is the evil empire for a reason. I'm not I'm not going into detail because we already discussed this a couple times already about my feelings for these Patriots. They're cheaters. And that is it. They were accused of cheating twice. Accused. Alleged. Well, now their owner is is is, is cheating. As well, so there you go. <laughs> oh, his wife's long gone. So we talked about the Patriots and the Super Bowl, and again, every time we talk about the Super Bowl, I get a little sad inside mm-hmm. because I know that the Bears could have won the Super Bowl. Yep, <laughs> they did not go to the Super Bowl, and they were not representing the NFC. And we're not having a parade somewhere near Grant Park or down Michigan Avenue on yeah. Drive is now a former bear. Is that official yet? Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. He's gone. Oh, Thank Cody you. Barkey. He gone. Oh, God. The world is a better place. Thanks to his Today Show appearance, I'm sure he'll stick on with another team. You know what the funny thing is? The reports are, I forgot who the uh, the first guy that reported it. Uh, I believe it was uh, Schefter. It could have been, I think it was either Schefter or uh, somebody like that. I believe it was Adam Schefter. But he said that, uh, that his agent wanted him to make sure that they were, it was worded very carefully that pro bowler Cody Parkey has now been cut by the Bears and will be seeking options from other teams to get picked up. I like how they put the pro bowler. No, he is not a pro bowler this year. Please understand that. They forgot to put former pro bowler. And even with that, the man had one of the worst seasons a kicker could have. Don't you dare put pro bowler in a sentence with Cody Parkey ever again. Like the, oh God, he doesn't need a job. He doesn't need a job. He, he, he should be banned from the league. Thankfully, the Bears got rid of this dude. I thought that they were going to play games and, you know, bring some other people in to compete with him. And perhaps he would still be on the team for the beginning of the season and uh, see, see what they can do. But cut ties with the dude. Eat the money that you owe him. And let's move on. Let's get let's get Robbie Gold back in here, baby. Let's get Robbie Gold back on the team. I wouldn't hold my breath. Cody Park could be a future pro bowler. What'd you say? A future pro bowler. Who's a future pro bowler? Cody Parkey. Hey, man, first of all, we don't use profanity on the Stay House podcast. Don't you ever say nothing like that again. Interesting thing about words, Jordan, and how you say them. It's the difference between being a pro bowler and a pro bowler. Cody oh, Park. I see what you did there. You got me. This, this episode is crashing and burning. 
you and your you and your 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 your, your fake outs. Okay, I see what you did there. I, I blame Eric. Let's there. blame Eric because Eric Eric pushed so hard for us to put together an episode, <laughs> and I I I think we're just kind of throwing this together. It'll get better. It It'll so... get better. <laughs> he came up to me like three or four times. Shout out to Eric, man, because I uh, gotta have love for Eric, man. Eric is the guy that makes sure that we are on our our toes when it comes to releasing these episodes on uh, once a week, on the hour, every hour. I mean, that man was like, "Hey, man, when, when y'all, I need my podcast." Hey, man, I didn't get no alert. Hey, man, hey, 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 hey. Oh, another piece of candy. Ooh, another piece of candy. Like that that dude is always on us to make sure we 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 push out these episodes every week. Thank you very much. But uh yeah, we kind of just kind of piecing this thing as we go. Eric trying to get that that drive to work smoother. <laughs> he ain't trying to listen to no smooth jazz, man. Right. You can only you can only listen to so much uh Cal and Leon. In the morning. <laughs> and Steve Harvey. Oh, God. Shout out to Leon Rogers uh, from Inglewood. Steve Harvey, yeah. Let's yeah. Do it I, the only time I listen to, 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 to Steve Harvey is when uh, Nephew Tommy does his prank calls in the morning. When I'm on the way to work and my wife is in the car because she needs the car. So she 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 likes listening to it just to have a quick laugh, and even t- sometimes we don't even listen to it because it's it's either too crazy. So yeah, need need the podcast. I understand, Eric. I understand. Mike Love is good in the morning sometimes because they learn how they've learned how to uh, let the music run the station. They talk in doses. It's pretty poignant usually in. And they they let the music carry the morning. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Shout out to that show in the morning in the Chicagoland area. But I'm never going to uh, place any of those morning shows above the Stay House podcast. That's right. Stay House podcast can be found on Spotify, Anchor, on Google, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play Music, and wherever podcasts are found. And we're still reaching out, still trying to grow our thumbprint on the podcast game. Support us, subscribe to us. Subscribe to us, support us. Tell your friends about us. Tell your friends about us. Call your sons, call your daughters. Ain't that what Hawk Harrelson said? <laughs> Back in 05 when the Sox won. Don't mock the Hulk. <laughs> call your was... sons, call your daughters, call your neighbors, call your cats, call your dogs. That was Shut not up. when that was not when the White Sox won the World Series. That Hawk is when they won. It's not. Please. Oh well. I'm 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 the Sox fan. Yeah, you're Sox. right. Yeah. The side, Mark Burley was throwing a perfect game. So he was talking about the rarity of the event. So what he said was quite fitting because oh. there's only been, what, 15 perfect games in the 200 years of baseball? So, yes, oh. it, it, it was a call your daughters gather around a TV moment. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. All right. Well, I didn't call anybody for that. No one asked you to. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I have a lot of love for Mark Burley. One of my favorite pitchers of all time. I will admit that. Mark Burley was a beast. Indeed he was. Indeed he was. Didn't waste time either. Uh, hate the hate the crap the time timing through pitches. He just he he just went after people. He, I, and I like that about him. Even though I'm against this clock thing that baseball's trying to do. Yeah. Well, I don't time people. The part of the beauty of baseball, and I know people have short attention spans these days, and people think baseball is boring. But part of the beauty of baseball is no clock. That's right. So you know, I, I I can I can rock with the timing the the visits to the mound. Okay, I I'll give you that. But timing actual pitchers, no, I'm not feeling it. Now you're messing with fabric of the game stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All that to say, Cody Parkey's gone. <laughs> right. That is what we started off with. But thank goodness he's out of here. He gone. Goodbye, Riverdarity, all that good stuff. Let's move on, people. I'm thinking of starting my own shoe company. Oh, is that right? Are you uh, you're going to uh, try and uh, get uh, Zion Williamson as your first person? You betcha. You betcha. Yeah, I wonder why. Zion Williamson blew out some uh, some Nikes. Now, now, while I am, I am also, you know, I've, 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 I've displayed some contrarianism at times, even if it's based in fact on Zion and some of his athletic accomplishments. He has quite a few. He's compiled a a list. Now, at this point, I am not going to point to his athleticism as the cause for him blowing through Nikes because if you go on YouTube, you'll see there has been a rash of Nike blowouts in the past three to four years. Yeah. So this is a thing, Nike. This is a thing. So some, uh, some little Cambodian kid. Didn't they actually fire a Cambodian kid? They fired a nine-year-old that I think that was over uh, Puma. Puma, he was like the, the, the I believe that was the story, at least from what I heard, that there was some young kid that was over the, the uh, Twitter uh, of, the, of, of Puma, and he was trying to, you know, promote Puma for Zion Williamson, and he said something that was kind of out of context and that was unnecessary at the time, and I think they fired him. I, I believe that's what that was. Could have been another young person too that got fired for st- stitching the shoe wrong or whatever i don't know so puma fired a nine-year-old i believe that's what it was i, I you know from what i heard on the radio i could be could be mixing the story up but that, that, that don't quote me on that i know there was some nine-year-old that got fired or got you know let go from somewhere for something but uh yeah somebody did need to get fired for that because that happened right when the game started that man exploded through that shoe like I don't know what kind of workouts Zion does. He's already the, the Hulk amongst amongst boys, and he's already in, in NBA shape. The man must do, like, some sort of foot workout that nobody knows about because that was ridiculous. Or he's wearing trash shoes. That too, yeah. 
trash shoes. And that's all I can say. It's, it's, right now, he, he's in a position where he can, when he goes pro, he can have a bidding war over his footwear. And he can hold this Nike situation above their head and then force that price up. So we'll see what transpires with that. We'll see what transpires with that. But he got hurt. Ended up uh, tweaking his knee, knee sprain. And the big conversation about this has been for Zion, do you sit out the rest of the year to not hurt your draft stock? What do you think? That is a huge, huge question. A good question to ask because this was a, this was something that was asked before he got hurt. Should he sit out? Does he have anything else to prove? Um, my opinion is, and this is just coming from you know a person who plays basketball, obviously nowhere near a professional level, but just as a competitor from that mm-hmm. aspect of it, if I'm healthy enough to get back on the court and help my team, And first of all, I know my team is going to go places because they're number one right now. They're clearly going to be in the dance. Then I'm coming back to help my team win a championship. I'm worried about in the moment. I'm not worried about what I already know is going to happen later on, you know, down down the road. I I know I'm going to be in the NBA. I know I'm going to get a big contract. I know I'm going to go number one or number two. I'm going to be in the draft in a lottery. So so put that to the side for a second and just say, do I want to do this because I love the game? And that's where I would look at it as I think Zion should come back because of love for the game and to not dog his team out. Like at a certain point, you can't just be selfish and say, well, I'm good. I, that's all I got to prove. You can, but then it would show your teammates, hey, look, you're just going you're just going to not play with us now. I mean, we're, we're the best team in the in the in the in the uh, NCAA. So wh- wh- why can't you help us win a, win a championship before you leave? Like, come on. So so I would say, well, from the competitive side, come back. Now, obviously, from the business side, you don't want to get hurt. There's a good chance. There's always a possibility that anything crazy can happen. He's a huge athletic guy, so you never know what could happen. He could tweak his ankle. He could come down and tear his ACL, and then we're talking about, you know, a bad career from that point on. Or, or you know, he may not be as good as he used to be. Whatever. Anything can happen. But you don't play the game scared. But if you want to think about your career and your future in the NBA when you are getting paid, okay, fine. It does make sense to set out. You have nothing else to prove. You know you're going to be in the top three, top two probably, and, you know, from that angle. So I I can see it from both sides, but my main thing would be come back because you want to compete. I think him playing would show a level of competitive fire. And I think that's important. Um, the kid's very athletic. He has a world of potential. Potential to be very good. Very great. But as as we've seen with, with some players, that competitive fire means a lot. It means a lot. Especially when you're in that pantheon of the greats. How badly do you want to win? How badly do you want to prove you're the best? And that can only be done in between those lines. Now, I wouldn't rush back if I were him. But to play again and, and solidify a great season and and just show that competitive fire, man. You know, coming coming from a Chicagoland area and, and watching 23 and then seeing the 23 clone in L.A., 
there was a competitive fire there that that we've yet to see duplicated. It'd be nice to see again. Yeah, absolutely. So, Zion, you know, the best to you, kid. Uh, hurry back. Do what you can. Take care of yourself. Don't rush back. But hurry back and uh, give basketball, college basketball especially, some more highlights to all over. That's right. So we got through quite a bit, Jordan. Yes, we did. Covered a lot. Covered a lot. Covered a lot. It deserves a break. <laughs> Let's break. And now we're going to move on to the favorite part of our podcast. The fan favorite. You know, sometimes... I'm not going to say sometimes. My wife says she only likes this part of our podcast. Oh, come on. She doesn't like a little bit of sports, just a little bit. I say, why don't you support my podcast? And she was like, I do. I'm, she's like, I'm all in for the Grub Report. So, hey, if she's just listening to the Grub Report, that's still a listen. <laughs> that's, one, <laughs> that's, that's one of the few that, that are listening to it. <laughs> Still a listen. Still going on the stat sheet. Nothing wrong with that. It's better than my my on my end. My better half. Uh, she doesn't like sports at all, so I don't expect her to listen to the podcast. Ah right, well. She also doesn't like me getting Chinese food. I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were going to say that. I, as soon as I started opening my mouth up about her, I was like, you know what? He's going to bring up that. He's going to bring it up. You know I'm going to try to dead it. I'm going to try to dead it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, I told you the way we can deaden it. Hey, we all can go out for a nice grub and, and just 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 break bread that way, brother. That way we can get past all this 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 food wars. I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> no. It has to be on my terms, but I can, I can, I can try the dead. This I'm, I'm not going to keep harping on it. All right. I'm a bigger man than that. All right. Well, we'll see. So this week's grub report is another battle. Last time, uh, last episode, we battled KFC and Popeyes. Both are delicious. <laughs> Both are delicious. But I believe Popeye's got the edge, right? Yeah, Popeye's got the edge. Can I just say, uh, it, I, I blame you. I really blame you for what I'm about to say. Because of that, that, that food war we had, oddly enough, I had a taste for KFC. You talked about it so much. You spoke it up. You know, yeah, the sides are good and everything's great. And then Popeye's that. Look, man, I went to KFC like three days ago, three or four days ago. And I called myself being so excited for it because I'm like, man, Chris spoke it up. You know what? I haven't really tried it in a long time. I'll tell you what I got. I got the Nashville Hot. Uh, I want to say five piece and got a large, two large sides. One large side was the macaroni and cheese. The other large side was the green beans. Now, the sides were, were very good. The biscuit, I remember, yes, it was very good. However, 
the Nashville hot chicken. I don't know what they did to it. I don't know if it was the location, but it it tasted like a salty mess. It didn't taste anything like what I thought it would. I've tried it before and it didn't even taste as good as the first time. They must have got some sort of ingredient. What you, got you, Nashville hot on, you got Nashville hot on regular chicken? No, the Nashville hot on the tenders. Oh, huh. I was going to say no wonder. No, oh, yeah, the, the tenders. That's the only thing I saw on the menu. The, it said the tenders. So I got the tenders, and I guess this time they didn't season it right or something because it just tasted like chewing down on a bunch of salt. The chicken was dry. It, it didn't have any any good, like, it didn't have a good juicy, you know, I didn't have a juicy bite out of any of it. And I just threw threw it away. I took about two pieces and that was it, though. But the sides were good. The biscuit was good. Got to give props to that. But the chicken in itself, eh, not, not, not good. Maybe that particular location overcooked it. Yeah. Well, this week for our battle, we are going to pit against one another the three main burger joints fast food burger joints now this is excluding like the you know the the other gourmet type burger spots or the more high-end burger spots so five guys isn't in here uh fud ruckers if you like them or or red robin we're not putting them in here because they honestly would blow these places out of the water but we're talking about we're talking about the clown the king and the redhead. <laughs> That's a very interesting group. <laughs> Never actually heard it said like that all together. That's funny. It would make for an awesome party. The clown, the king, and the redhead. Yeah. All right. Sounds like a, a book I was supposed to read in high school. So we'll start with the sides. Or And when you say sides, it's mostly fries, but you can talk about sides. Now, when you talk about just total amount of sides, of course, Wendy's takes it because they just got a myriad of, of side options. <laughs> a bevy. A, a, a bevy. A, a plethora. <laughs> right. <laughs> of side options. Um, McDonald's has the salad and the fries, right? It's nothing else, is it? It's nothing. Uh, I wouldn't know. I, I really don't venture into the clown, but uh, sure, we'll just go with that. Burger King has fries. Yeah, used to be so much better. So, I mean, if you want, if you want to go with total sides, we can go with Wendy's. Because they have the most sides, the most options. But if we're going to narrow it down to the main side that you get from a fast food burger joint, which 90% of us are going to get, the fries. Who has the best fries, Jordan? Uh, Best fries? uh, Well, I'll just go down the list from three to one. Three, the worst fries to me are McDonald's fries. Uh, They taste fake. I, I don't know how else to put it. Uh, they 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 just taste fake, hot or even semi warm. They just don't taste right. Uh, second to me is Burger King's fries. Uh, 
However, in the past, Burger King, I don't know what what it is that they did to choose or why, why they chose to change up how their fries tasted. They used to have the best fries to me where it was like this this extra crust or something on the outer layer of the skin of the fry. And they just went away from that. Now it's like just the, the clean cut fries. It, yeah, it, it's all right. Uh, and Wendy's to me, Wendy's has the best fries. Wow, McDonald's is third. Yeah, I, I I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just a combination of how much I think McDonald's is just overrated because all their stuff. Oh, you know, over the years, everybody talks about McDonald's and how fake it is and what they put in their patties and just how. I don't know. It just looks fake, man. And I guess the fries don't really they don't excite me. I, I, there's nothing about their fries that scream. Oh, it's so amazing. I would rather take the 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 the, the bigger uh, uh, cut fries from either Burger King or Wendy's over those little straw fries. So for me, I'll go from three to one, much like you did. Number three is Burger King, because Burger King can't figure out what they want to do with fries, and everything they've decided to do has been mediocre. Burger mm-hmm. King fries have always been meh. For me, you can put salt on them, you can put barbecue sauce, you can put ketchup on them, and they always just taste like they just gave you a small paper bag full of mediocrity. Number two is McDonald's. Now, here's the thing. McDonald's fries, to me, are very good hot. I always order my fries fresh out of the grease, piping hot, so I can get them back to my desk in the office. Because as soon as you get fries from McDonald's, you have about the same amount of time as the Mike D'Antoni offense to eat them. Once <laughs> you talking about every time down the court, <laughs> like 10 seconds, you, you've got eight dribbles to eat McDonald's fries. <laughs> Once... Oh God. Once those McDonald's fries go cold, they cannot be redeemed or salvaged. <laughs> No, they can't. (laughs) They become worthless. Uh, I can only think of perhaps using them as a pointer for teaching classes. (laughs) And they always, they always just gladly give you a whole box of those joints. Oh my god, that is hilarious! (laughs) Those things are useless once they go cold. Utterly useless. Like, you know how sometimes you might get some food and you'll, you you got to run in somewhere and you leave it in the car and you come back out? Have you ever done that with McDonald's fries? You just came back out and was like, ah, ruined. Yeah, you don't even, absolutely. You don't, even, you don't even try. It's like, ah, just throw them out of the car. I hope the birds eat them. Yeah, I think that actually is what got me into eating fries first is because of the the fear that McDonald's put into me. Because, I mean, I used to eat McDonald's way more when we were younger. Obviously, my parents, you know, apparently that's that's what they thought every kid needed and wanted when you grow up is either chicken nuggets or fries from McDonald's when you grow up in the hood. So I always had my share of McDonald's. And uh, when them boys got cold, they were nasty, but I was forced to eat them still. So I think my fear of that, help me to eat fries faster. I always eat fries first, no matter what, when I get a meal with fries included. Yeah. 
And that leaves me at number one for fries, and that is the redhead. The sweet, sweet redhead. Wendy's. The natural cut fries, the sea salt that it seems like almost all Wendy's put the exact right amount of salt on the fries. And it just, they stay warm. You can actually eat them over the course of a drive. Yeah. Gotta love these fries. Gotta love them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. That's right. 100%, brother. God. So, and we're strictly talking about fast food. There are better fries than Wendy's out there, just not at one of these places. Yeah, we're going to be fair. Yeah. Let's move on to the next category, and this will be short. And I'm only doing this for me and uh, those like me. And that's kid options at these burger joints. How do you know I don't like Happy Meals? Something tells me you do. Every now and then I like a little applesauce, a little apple juice. Oh, we're going to get to that. (laughs) We're going to get to that. So I'll start off with kid options. I don't think Wendy's has one. Do they? I've never seen it. But that's another Wendy's, reason why they're number one. Wendy's is just no like, game. you were going to eat like a man. That's right. Yeah. You, so, you, re- you bring your children up to eat right. But oddly enough, Wendy's lack of a kid's option in my book makes them number two. Number three is Burger King. Although I'm a sucker for, I'm a sucker for a fake Burger King crown. Everything else involved with Burger King's kid options are mediocre at best. Yeah. You know, you, you get the burgers, but I mean, the toys are subpar. Nobody's making deals with Burger King for toys. They're giving you these made up things. They're still handing out GoBots. I mean, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not really, uh, uh, like you already said, I I mean, I was joking about the kids menu. I mean, I do like my applesauce. I really do like applesauce, but uh, I I, I really am not a professional in this category. So Chris is the one that's going to have to really kind of fine tune this. Wendy's is number two for their lack of a kid's meal. But let's call the four for four their kid's meal, which makes it great. Okay. All right, I'm with that then. I've gotten that. That's a good one. But it's not an official kids meal, so that will still put it behind the world famous Happy Meal. Now, the Happy Meal comes with this caveat. All right. In recent years, they've gone from the Mighty Kids Meal to merging it with the Happy Meal because they were going to age differentiate, but then they merged it. And the Happy Meal has always given you the Arches box and I don't know if they put the puzzles and games on there anymore, which were great. I don't think they do that anymore. So this is a number one option with a down downward pointed arrow. Yeah, also, it's trending down. Yeah, it's trending down. Also, the Happy Meal is now trying to offer healthier options. Here's my thing: with Uh-oh. fast restaurants offering <laughs> healthy alternatives to things. If I wanted to eat healthy. I wouldn't be at McDonald's. Right. Okay, McDonald's. If I wanted to eat healthy, I wouldn't be here. I clearly come here to destroy myself. 
don't 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 block that. You know, don't don't, don't steal that from. Me. <laughs> don't don't slow the process down. <laughs> don't take my joy away. The devil won't take it. I won't let him. Oh my goodness, that is funny. You know, why are you talking about that? That just made me think about another fast food restaurant real quick. Subway. They, they, I mean, they always talk about eat fresh. Subway has been fat for as long as Jared has been around. Like, I, I please don't don't try me with that. Subway is a I, fast I, food fatty restaurant. I've got words for Subway, and that'll be another battle in our restaurant wars. <laughs> I've got words for Subway. But McDonald's gets the slight edge, even though it's a downward trend, because McDonald's gets legit toys. Many of their toys have even become collector's items years later. So McDonald's gets some legit stuff because they're McDonald's and they make their multi-billion trillion dollars and they make deals with other corporations to get their toys in there. Meanwhile, Burger King is getting you uh, GoBots and one-armed Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you cannot not, tell me you opened up a pack. You cannot tell me they came already destroyed. It's knockoffs. All the toys McDonald's is getting instead of Barbie dolls, they give you like Mamie dolls. Oh my god! <laughs> it's Mamie and her husband Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> But that's the kid options. Our next category is going to be chicken options, which are pretty much anything not burgers. So we're talking about nuggets and sandwiches, right? Oh, yeah. Who has the best chicken options? Well, I'll just I'll just say the best because to me, it's very clear and, and it's far and away Wendy's. Uh, I am very fond of their grilled chicken wraps, their crispy chicken wraps, the chicken Caesar salad, anything with chicken in it uh, is very, very good. And they've recently come out with the uh, tenders. That is, that is okay. It's not, you know, extremely good, but it's, it's, it's okay. It's fresh. Um, the sauces that you can get with it are, are very good. And then of course you have the chicken sandwiches, uh, those are extremely good. The spicy chicken sandwich is very good at Wendy's. Uh, the grilled chicken sandwich at Wendy's is very good. So, uh, I mean, to me, it's 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 a it's a runaway race. It's not even close. Wendy's has the best chicken options. I don't think it's a runaway there, Jordan. Uh oh. Uh oh. What are you talking about? Well, number three is McDonald's. Number three is McDonald's. I am still a a small fan of the Nuggets, but there's the caveat to the Nuggets. The Nuggets have to positively have sauce. If you do oh, not have dipping like sauce that. with your McDonald's chicken nuggets, you will positively die. You, <laughs> you will positively die. <laughs> oh, my God. Did we really just go there? Okay. It is it is a choking hazard to eat McDonald's nuggets without any sauce. 
That's hilarious. So the sauce is is like like the 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 the, the defense mechanism against <laughs> fatality. Okay, I got you. One time I walked out of McDonald's, and when I got back to the office, I didn't have sauce with my nuggets. I threatened a lawsuit against McDonald's the next day. <laughs> Started having breathing problems. I said, "Are you trying to murder me?" <laughs> <laughs> The girl at the front counter was like, what? I was like, no, you're trying to murder me. You sent me home with nuggets and no sauce. Hey, tell you, man, I don't trust certain things, and that's one of them. Chicken options from McDonald's. You can scratch that off my list. I do the nuggets. I don't do much else. They had a chicken sandwich I was kind of eating, but it was, it was, man. Oh, one thing about McDonald's, though, that has them number three trending up, though. Is the uh jalapeno? No, the chicken tenders with the with the barbecue sauce on them. Oh, the glazed tenders. Yes. Uh, I actually haven't tried it, so I'm not going to act like I have. I'm assuming you have, so so they're 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 okay. They're solid, man. All right, all right. Now you led me astray once with this KFC mess. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. You went to the wrong KFC. It was overcooked. All right. I'll, I'll try. We got a McDonald's in the area, as as everybody does. There's always a McDonald's in the area, so we'll, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, the glazed tenders were a strong option. And McNuggets are good. You just have to have sauce. If you do not have sauce, please, please, I pray, stay out, listener, do not eat nuggets unless you have sauce. If you if it's not in the bag, try to find some in the office. Look in the refrigerator. Go to your coworker's desk and, and look in their drawer, unannounced, because it's a life or death situation. Anything with liquid in it, and even if you don't have sauce around you, find something with some sort of liquid substance. You put some vinaigrette on there, a lemon pepper seasoning, anything to save your life. Dip it in cocoa butter if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> Something to, to help you so you don't have to muscle down nuggets. Oh. <laughs> We're using lotion now for the t- <laughs> Okay. That's funny. I'm telling you, I went back highly upset to that McDonald's. <laughs> You're trying to kill me. I had to use baby magic to, to eat these nuggets. <laughs> I demand an explanation. I demand an explanation for this. Somebody better produce a leather glove or something, because some somebody tried to murder me. That's hilarious. <laughs> some OJ nuggets. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, okay, <laughs> that is funny. The number two on our list, and. The reason I'm going to pick Wendy's number one. The reason Wendy's is number one is because the number two falls short in one area. Remember when Burger King first came out with the 10 nuggets for a dollar? Yeah. Yeah. They were delicious. Yeah. But after that whole thing went by, something changed, Jordan. What's that? And that's the recipe of the nuggets at Burger King. They had mm. a good thing going. Then I guess they must have ran out of real chicken and started making them with something different. And Burger King's nuggets went south real quick. 
The only thing keeping Burger King afloat in their chicken options is that crispy chicken sandwich. Not the yeah. oblong one, which isn't bad. The old old, old school oblong chicken sandwich. The old football <laughs> one there. Football shape. <laughs> but the, the crispy chicken that they serve on the brioche bun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've done some magic tricks with that thing too, throwing some bacon and cheddar cheese and other things on there. So they they opened some avenues there with that sandwich. That is a solid chicken sandwich. It's better than any chicken sandwich McDonald's has to offer, which is the reason they're number two. But of course, as Jordan mentioned, number one would be Wendy's. The vast variety of solid chicken options, everything from their nuggets to their wraps, everything grilled and fried, it's all yeah yeah i have to i have to actually correct myself and you're right you you kind of helped me to realize some things burger king isn't that far away i think the reason why this is kind of goes back to your argument last week with kfc is just the 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 bevy the plethora of options i think that wendy's has when it comes to chicken like the wraps the the salad that like the the quality of their food the freshness of their food and just how many options you have that are good, I think is the reason why I think they're far and away the best. But uh, you did remind me that Burger King does have a few chicken sandwiches that are very solid, including the spicy chicken one. I've tried that a few times. Uh, and I, Another thing that makes things good for me is if they're cheap, because when I used to get those chicken nuggets for a dollar, I thought those things were the best things in the world because I didn't spend a lot of money. I don't know what it is, but sometimes my taste buds like it when uh, they're eating cheap things. Yes. Yes. But it, it got to the point where it wasn't even worth the dollar, dollar fifty you were paying for the nuggets. It's like, uh, this is, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pass. Yeah. 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 It, it kind of ran its course. Now, the cheap chicken sandwiches at Burger King, the ones that they sold on the uh, value menu they had, including that spicy, when they started to get lazy with those and they would just like slap a, a knife full of spicy mayo on there and ex- call that a spicy sandwich. That was <laughs> disgraceful. Don't don't play me, Burger King. Don't do that. <laughs> I am a, I am a customer that comes in here and gets premium chicken sandwiches. If I'm having an off day and I want a nice spicy Tyson patty between a couple of hard pieces of bread from yesterday, do what you can to appease me totally. Okay, I, I I I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. Do we do we got any more categories, Chris? Or are we done with it? Because I, I got one that I do want to ask you that I just thought of. Jordan, you can't have a burger joint face off without categorizing the burgers. Ah yes, jumping the gun I am. Yeah. So so far we're what we're three for three on Wendy's, right? No, no, Wendy's didn't no, have the you- options. Yeah, yeah, you uh, you you had a difference of opinion with that, but Wendy's but is mostly the winner. He's two out of three. Yeah, but their lack of kid options actually put them in front of Burger King, who gives us a kid option but doesn't really care about what they give us. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Wendy's is just like you know, eat like an adult. All right. asleep. So the burgers. We'll let Jordan kickstart this. Who has the burgers? All right, now this is a little bit more 
Mm, I should say closer than any of the other categories, in my opinion. Uh, uh, two out of the three restaurants. Number three, again, to me, is dead last, trending in, in, in neither direction. They're just kind of leveled out because I've never seen any improvement in anything that they've done with their burgers, which is McDonald's. They keep having the same, you know, generic uh, Big Mac, Quarter Pounder, uh, cheeseburger, whatever options. And the patty is completely thin and looks completely fake. Once again, uh, I don't I don't really have any delight in eating McDonald's burgers. Uh, now, the 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 a close second, in my opinion, is once again, Burger King. However, they are very close in second, um, which was kind of going into my uh, question I wanted to ask. But uh, there's a particular burger that they have that is my favorite burger out of all three restaurants. And that is the Texas Whopper. Uh, I absolutely love that burger. Uh, If anybody hasn't tried that, please try it. It has all the fixings, jalapeno, uh, cheese, bacon, lettuce, tomato, all of that, man. It is extremely good. Try the Texas Double Whopper. Um, But yeah, they're close second. Wendy's to me is the best um, it's just something about the way that their burgers taste. They just taste a little bit more fresher. Uh, the ingredients that are used to me are a little bit better. Uh, I won't say again the chicken is considered part of the burger, but again, I just, I guess, being biased, I guess just overall their sandwiches are, are just the best. So, yeah, Wendy's is number one. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Now, I don't agree with you totally. Uh, McDonald's is number three. But I don't say they're not improving. Uh, McDonald's really? has... The quarter pounder has changed. They're using the... Uh, the Why? Fresh because they say they're fresh and made to made, made when, when asked for? Bro, they are. Like, there's a difference. Did, did have you seen the people in the back actually making them on on contact as soon as uh, somebody asked for them? Yes, I have. Lies, all lies. <laughs> even, even even in the in the beef, you can taste a slight difference in the beef. It's a it's a better grade of beef. Like they you just, can, oh, please. I'm telling you, it is. I don't they even buy. They old grease into that crap and make it sound like it's new. I don't. I don't get Big Macs. I don't get uh, any of the other stuff. I get the quarter pounder because it like it's it's a better taste. It tastes fresh. But they're still number three. Bacon quarter pounder solid though. They're still number three. Number two, uh, I agree with you. Is Burger King. Burger King has some solid options. Um, they've always been solid. Nothing overwhelmingly good. They're just solid. The Whopper's good, but they're no better than McDonald's now in their preparation setup either. They just uh, put it in that plastic tray and shove it in the oven and uh, punch the Whopper symbol. So it's not a whole lot better than McDonald's. Wendy's, on the other hand. The old square burger. That's right. Take it away, Wendy's. Do your thing. 
<laughs> Do your thing. Wendy's has double stacks, triple stacks, uh, Baconators. And for those who don't want to yeah. have a heart attack while eating their burger, they've created the son of the Baconator, which means you get the taste of the Baconator and half the chance of a stroke. <laughs> but still a chance. <laughs> So there's still a chance. <laughs> but yeah, Wendy's is Wendy's is far and away. Even their cheap stuff, their cheap options, their cheap options are better than some of the other restaurants' primary stuff. It's just like a double stack for $179. Awesome. Awesome. I had a uh I had a JBC today. Yes. Uh, Four for four, five for four. Yes, that is a very good option. And the the girl described it for me. She basically broke it down. She was like, look, it's really just a double stack. And we decided to chuck some pieces of bacon on there. And I'm like, yeah, you sure did. You sure did. (laughs) JBC meal is uh, extremely good. That was a very nice little uh, addition to their menu. Yeah, they need to hold on to that. The one thing about Wendy's I haven't taken like too much, and you know, they change their complete menu too many times. Like McDonald's tweaks and Burger King tweaks, they'll move one thing and move another. Wendy's overhauls. Yeah. Like why why did you do that? One thing Wendy's did, and this is just to go back a category, Wendy's should have never gotten rid of those spicy nuggets. No, no, they should not. They should have not gotten rid of those. That's the only thing I hate about Wendy's too. They 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 seem to they seem to to always do this limited time only thing, and it truly is limited time only. Like they act they they act like they're like one of those bougie restaurants who change their menu every season. Like it's according to oh, if it's springtime, you know, we have the the tilapia with with potato, and then the winter there's uh, perch with with mashed potato. Like, come on, man, keep it the same, please. I wasn't going to go that far, but okay. <laughs> I am because I'm tired of everything I like being gone. Wendy's has very good options. You remember the, uh, oh, what was it? See, that's what I'm talking about. I can't even remember. It was so long ago, but it was, uh, it's a different, it's a, it was a sriracha sauce and uh, it was something. I believe it was a chicken sandwich that had sriracha sauce on it. And sriracha was like infused in the bun, or there was some sort of like hot something infused in the bun. No, I missed that. Oh my God. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I can't even remember the whole, like, describing it is difficult because it was like maybe a year and a half ago when they had it. And, you know how they always show on the on the when you go around into the drive through, they always show the new whatever that they have and then they break it down, like whatever mayo they have. And then the type of chicken and the type of sauce that they put like it was extremely good. And uh, I believe now they, they have the, the the maple chicken sandwich or something or is that gone now? But I didn't even try that. But my thing is, yeah, they, they, they just have too many things that they need to just keep on the menu. Just expand your menu. Remember Burger King had the spicy nuggets? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I, 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 I would get those. Them. I wanted to try them, but Burger King literally kept those things on the menu for two weeks. 
Oh, I tried them. I got in. I got in right before the buzzer went off on that one. Because, uh, like I said, when I was always and, and of course, you know, out of the both of us, you know, I have more chances to travel and stuff. So I was at Burger King a few times when I tried to save some money. And uh, those spicy nuggets for a dollar, they had the same uh, promotion as the normal chicken nuggets. And uh, they had the spicy ones. And it was it was pretty good. Pretty good. I need Burger King to bring those back so I can get a shot at those. But utterly speaking, when it comes to our burger joint battle, part one, because I think I think this has opened the door for another battle of burger joints. I got three others in mind that we're going to consider, and I'll get to those shortly. When it comes to our burger joint battle, in a romp, Wendy's is number one. Yeah. Number two is Burger King and McDonald's. Here's number three. Ironically enough, in the category, <laughs> thing one was a toy. And that won't stop McDonald's from being the number one burger joint in the world. Oh, please. So if we learned anything today, we learned that taste doesn't matter and that McDonald's has the best toys and the most choking <laughs> hazards. Quantity over yeah. quality. <laughs> the best toys and the most choking hazards, and the choking hazards aren't the toys. Yeesh. Get those fries, and you eat them as soon as you can. And do not, I repeat, do not leave McDonald's with nuggets and no sauce. You're asking yeah. for it. Don't do it. Don't do it. If you want to prove you're a man to me, you eat you a a 10-piece nugget from McDonald's without sauce. If if I watch you do that and finish that off and accomplish that, I will never question your manhood again. Eat a 10-piece McDonald's nugget in front of me with no sauce. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) You don't have to do nothing else. That That should be on Fear Factor. That's that's right up there with the with the Popeyes biscuits. Once it goes once it goes bad, and, and of course we we spoke up how great Popeyes biscuits were, and I, I'm I'm fully on board with that. But I I can just remember this guy who was on social media. He made a he made a whole skit about eating Popeyes biscuits with no drink around, and the man was like searching for stuff, and he ended up having to drink water out the fishbowl. It got so bad. Like, apparently, your throat just disintegrates when you eat a biscuit. So, apparently, chicken nuggets are right up there with uh, with uh, Popeye's biscuits, according to some people. Yeah. So, our next, our next burger battle, and uh, maybe we'll do this with the next episode. Our next burger battle, uh, I want to line up the three next level in burger joints. So, we're going to talk about Steak and Shake. Okay. And Culver's. Oh my God. I think I already have my winner. <laughs> really? You don't think it's close? As soon as you said Culver's. Uh no, it is close. I'm I'm just biased. Uh you know, Culver's is my is one of my favorite spots. Don't sleep on steak and shake, man. I ain't sleep. I'm wide awake on the Monte Cristo, but we'll 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 save that argument. So Steak and Shake and Culver's. And then we're going to do some other battles. Jordan talked about Subway. So we'll do some sandwich battles. 
sandwich spots. So we're looking like a, a, a Subway or Jersey Mike's, which I've never had. You ever been to Jersey Mike's? Uh, I want to say twice. Uh, maybe, maybe twice. I I know for for sure once, but uh, yeah, it's, it's it's it is better than Subway. But yeah, if we're gonna go with Subway sandwiches, sure, we can do Jersey Mike's. We can do Subway. Oh, I don't think Schlotsky's Deli is even around anymore. Remember Schlotsky's Deli? Yes, never went. I do go oh, to Potbelly quite often. Oh, are we putting Potbelly in there too? Okay, well this is that's a no brainer. <laughs> We might not have to do it then. Are we calling Potbelly over Subway? <laughs> uh, I think so. <laughs> I, I don't think that should even be in the same category. That's kind of like with the fast food burgers. That's like putting uh, five guys in with the with the three the three uh, generic burger joints. I, I don't I don't think that's a fair fight. Well, we've called it. You hear that Subway? Potbelly is better than you. <laughs> oh. Then we can do donut joints, and I can talk bad about Dunkin' Donuts again. Yeah, you love that. I'm going to be going into Dunkin' Donuts soon, though, to get my annual free tea. That's it. You you actually get that? Are you, are you referring to the hibiscus tea? No. Oh, okay. So, I don't do the uh, born day birthday thing, obviously. So when I create my profile on apps, I never put in my birthday. So what I do is I put in an approximate time period, usually somewhere between March and April. Okay. And since those coupons last for about two or three days, I just check the app and see if I'm all good for some free stuff, and I go get it. So it's almost tea time. Well, enjoy that. I uh, I don't really like the teas, but okay. I get a iced green tea. No lemon because I just don't like you putting that out all day lemon in my tea. <laughs> God. With two liquid sugars, because otherwise it's no point to getting it. And then I go about my merry way and pee two hours later. There you go. And then I will have to deal no more with Duncan. I hope they haven't shut down my account because I've been talking bad about it. Yeah, they probably are looking for you, but because you, you remain, you know, nameless in full name, I should say. Exactly. That's why you don't use government names. See yep. the hiding behind anonymity. You can still go get your free stuff. <laughs> I got to scroll, scroll through all the Chris's in the world. <laughs> So, no one called me Podfather on on any of my uh, text messages and social media accounts. Even though I'm I'm not the Podfather, but I'll take it. Hey man, embrace it. All right, everybody's calling you that. It's got to stick. Just like when Stay Out started off, you know, it didn't make sense at first. But hey, what doesn't at first? You gotta get you gotta get people to believe, brother. Believe. Believe. That's right. We're going to get people to believe. We're going to get some uh, stay-ass robes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hand them out to, to stay-ass believers. Stay-ass robes, huh? <laughs> Silk stay-ass robes. Interesting. 
So, yeah, staff listeners, be on the lookout for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been another episode, a wonderful episode of the Stay Out Podcast, the legendary Stay Out Podcast. I'm going to admit, we weren't completely on our game today. We've missed a lot, been a lot going on. Uh, we, like the NBA, took a bit of a break. We had a lot going on in our personal lives, and we deserve a break, man. You hear that, yeah. Eric? Break. <laughs> yeah, we had our own All Star Weekend this past weekend of uh, yeah. wonderful things that we we enjoy. So give us a break. Yeah, but the anniversary is coming up for the Stay House Podcast. Ah, and, uh, I have been shuffling through previous episodes, and uh, we may do a little best of. You know, just something throughout there. So I invite you, Jordan, as well. Shuffle through the episodes. Maybe we'll do a little best of. Not making okay. any promises, but, you know, it's a possibility. Also, our listeners, if you can reach out to us, if you have any uh, fond memories of uh, Stayos over the past year, let us know. And uh, we'll shout you out, maybe include you if we do a best of episode. I want to line up maybe a special guest if I can. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to try to swing for the fences. That's right. And worst yeah. case, we'll get Calvin. Yeah, let's 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 aim for uh, Robert Kraft. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be free or not. Is he? Is he up? Uh, I think he's. Uh, I think this week he's actually going to be uh, uh, arrested. I believe he's going to be arrested tomorrow. From what I heard, I believe Monday is the day, but. Uh, of course, you know, with people with money comes great power, not great responsibility. So uh, maybe he'll swindle his way out of that. We'll see. The Patriots bias is strong in you. <laughs> it is. I told you, man. Evil empire. If I get, if we get Robert Kraft on, I want Robert Kraft to be in prison. <laughs> like nothing is nothing is better than prison intercom interviews. It'll oh, sound like God. it'll sound like Shine's album. <laughs> Everything's via the, the jail phone. You got you exactly. got ten minutes. Ten minutes to interview Robert. Exactly. Everything is coming in muffled through the phone. Just <laughs> like Shine's album. It was like forty five minutes of what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get anywhere with him. <laughs> the rantings of seventy. Thousand year old prison inmate. Oh my God. But that'll close it out. We thank y'all for listening to the Stay House podcast. We appreciate all the support. If you have not done so, subscribe, punch that button, tell your friends about us. You can follow us on social media at Stay House Podcast, both on Instagram and Twitter. I've been Chris and with Jordan. Have fun, y'all. See you.